Welcome to MC Talks. In this podcast, we speak to Dr. Jeffrey Cohen, Director at the Cleveland Clinic's Mellon Center for Multiple Sclerosis Treatment and Research in Ohio, USA. Dr. Cohen has a large clinical practice and is also Director of the Experimental Therapeutics Program and is involved in a number of clinical trials. Today, Dr. Cohen discusses the use of bone marrow transplantation as a treatment for relapsing remitting multiple sclerosis and the future of MS treatments. So first, please could you tell us a little about your background and current research and clinical focuses? So I am a neurologist and I uh, am the director of the uh, Cleveland Clinic Mellon uh, MS Center. Uh, My research has focused on uh, clinical trials of of new therapies for multiple sclerosis uh, and also uh, uh, developing uh, outcome measures uh, for use in clinical trials and clinical practice, including both uh, clinical outcome measures uh, and imaging measures. So you were recently involved in a Hot Topics discussion at Ectrans 2016 on the use of bone marrow transplantation as a treatment for active relapsing remitting multiple sclerosis. Could you give us an overview of what this treatment involves, please? Well, so so uh, what's called uh, bone marrow uh, transplantation uh, probably is is more uh, accurately described as uh, immunoablation uh, followed by autologous hematopoietic stem cell uh, transplantation, uh, or uh, uh, sometimes referred to as rebooting the immune system. Uh, so the rationale is through the use of, of uh, a potent uh, immunosuppressive regimen, uh, uh, removing uh, the uh, auto-reactive uh, immune system, uh, and then allowing it to re- uh, repopulate, uh, uh, accelerated by uh, transplantation of, of the patient's own hematopoietic stem cells, the stem cells that give rise to the bone marrow. So what support is there for this as a treatment for relapsing remitting MS and for which patients is it best suited? So so this approach uh, has been uh, uh, pursued for now almost 20 years, uh, but in the last several years there have been uh, several uh, high-profile uh, uh, publications which in aggregate um, suggested that uh, uh, immunoablation on matopoietic stem cell transplantation uh, may have a very potent uh, and dur- durable uh, efficacy uh, in treating uh, multiple sclerosis. The patients that seem to uh, benefit the most are those who are uh, relatively young uh, with relatively recent uh, onset of uh, disease, uh, but importantly who have uh, ongoing inflammatory disease activity uh, reflected in either clinical relapses or MRI lesion activity uh, despite uh, treatment with uh, available disease therapies. Mm. So what are the main arguments against the use of this treatment? Well, so so the main arguments are, first of all, that uh, uh, it does carry substantial risk. Uh, uh, although the uh, mortality from this procedure has improved uh, over the last uh, 10 years uh, with uh, adaptation of the so-called conditioning regimen, the immunoablation component, uh, and with selection of more appropriate patients, uh, there still is uh, substantial uh, uh, toxicity. Uh, the other uh, argument against it is is that uh, uh, the overall uh, published experience, uh, uh, although su- 
suggestive of, of uh, potent efficacy uh, is relatively modest uh, overall. Uh, the studies were either uh, a small case series or single center case series. Uh, they uh, enrolled uh, different patient populations, used a different therapeutic protocol, uh, employed different outcome measures. Uh, and uh, all the studies but one uh, were uncontrolled, meaning there was no comparison uh, to the uh, procedure. Uh, and the one study that, that did have a comparison group that was a randomized trial uh, compared immunoablation, hematopoietic stem cell transplantation to mitoxantrone, a chemotherapeutic agent that really is not used very much in, in MS treatment anymore. So as a result, the, the available information is, is incomplete. So do you think it's likely that the treatment could be refined and its success rate improved in the next, say, five to ten years? Well, so uh, my, my conclusion is, is that uh, uh, this approach does have some promise, uh, but what, what really is needed is a, a formal, randomized uh, clinical trial. Uh, in which it's compared head-to-head -head with uh, one of the available uh, potent uh, immune therapies uh, that either are already uh, available or soon to be available. And that'll help us know where to place this uh, procedure in the overall uh, treatment algorithm uh, in multiple sclerosis, where it stands relative to other therapies. Mm. And so now more broadly, what do you see as the most promising areas of development for treatments for MS? Well, I think we'll, we'll continue to develop uh, new anti-inflammatory therapies to treat uh, relapsing or remitting MS, uh, but there uh, already is a fairly broad repertoire, uh, uh, depending on how one counts them, uh, 14 uh, uh, available agents uh, or agents that are soon to be uh, approved. So most of our attention, I think, at this point is turning towards strategies to treat progressive MS uh, or to repair uh, damage that's already uh, occurred. Uh, so there, we now have some, some promising leads, both in terms of uh, potential therapies and also uh, in methods to uh, detect their, their benefit. Uh, so that's where I think most of the attention uh, and hopefully uh, some of the progress will be made in the field in the, in the next few years. Thank you for listening to this NC Talks podcast from Neurology Central. For more podcasts, as well as to read exclusive interviews, journal articles and news, visit www.neurology-central.com.